Welcome to the podcast IBC Midweek Connection. I'm Gilbert from Buren of the International Baptist Church Eindhoven. This podcast aims to help you make a midweek connection with God continuing from last Sunday's sermon. God's treasured possession. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. That is how Psalm 24 begins. But about Israel and the church, the Bible says they are God's treasured possession. In this podcast, we will have a closer look into this beautiful truth. But first a comment on possession, because possession may have negative connotations for some living in the modern free world. When you're free, you're no one's possession. That's how we feel about freedom. Do what you choose to do. Go where you like and say what you want. Possession also speaks to power. We can do what we like with what we possess. And if we're someone's possession, that person has power over us. Those who have been slaves or still are in that position know all about it. But when the Bible speaks about God's possession, no language of this kind can be found. God doesn't rule by might, but by right, as we concluded last Sunday. In our world, we rule by distribution of power, political, military, or economical. But God created this world, and therefore he owns this world. And the way he governs and rules this world has given rise to awe and adoration on the one hand, and many unanswered questions about evil on the other hand. Now let us listen to the famous words in Exodus chapter 19, verse 5 and 6. Quote, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. End quote. The God of Israel is the covenant God. He gives Israel the Torah, summarized in the great commandment, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself. He doesn't execute his power, he simply invites Israel to obey him out of their own free will. And when they do, they will be the Lord's treasured possession. Obedience, however, is not merely the condition, it is also the outcome of the covenant relationship. Within the covenant relationship, Israel becomes more and more beautiful through listening to his word and being changed through the power of the Holy Spirit. But what happens when Israel is disobedient? Does this erase their status as God's treasured possession? This brings us to the mystery of God's way with Israel and the church. For on the one hand, yes, a disobedient people does not shine as God's treasured possession. But on the other hand, God has put his name upon his people. He is the God of Israel, and the church is the church of Jesus Christ, 
they are still his possession. However, disobedience does affect the name of the Lord. Many times we read that the holy name of the Lord is profaned among the nations because of Israel's sins. But thank God, this is not the end of the story. Not of Israel, nor of the church. For the God of Israel is the God of grace. And though his people may forget him, God doesn't. As it is written so beautifully in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15 and 16. Quote, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast? Though she may forget, I will never forget you. See, I have engraved you in the palms of my hands. End quote. And this God of grace has initiated his plan of salvation. The heart of man must be changed. Only then will his people fully obey God out of their own free will. And that is what happens in the new covenant, which is prophesied in Jeremiah 31 and fulfilled in Jesus Christ. In closing, please consider the end of our Bible. In Revelation chapter 21 and 22, we read about God's treasured possession. His people pictured as the new Jerusalem a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. The beauty is beyond description. All the names of jewellery and costly materials add to the surpassing splendor of this city. And at the center are these precious words. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Isn't this amazing? God makes us beautiful again. His saving grace is stronger than our sinful disobedience. Amazing grace indeed. Yes, we can celebrate Easter. For our Lord Jesus, crucified on the cross of Calvary, is risen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we hardly dare to say that we as the Church of Jesus Christ, together with your people Israel, are your treasured possession. But we do say, thank you. Thank you for your saving grace. Thank you that you are preparing your bride and making her beautiful. Fill us again with your Holy Spirit, we pray so we may glorify your name as we listen and obey your word. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.